uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. One of the dates in the upcoming calendar that's been causing the most buzz in the industry has been Friday, May the 25th, 2018. Raw wedding number two, I hear you ask? The start of the FIFA World Cup? Nope, it's GDPR deadline day. Today I am joined on the pod by someone who knows all about it. Melinda Bass is Senior Director of Compliance and Technology Risk Management at Five9. Melinda has taken loads of time to make sure Five9 and their customers are as ready as possible for the deadline day. I started by asking Melinda how they have been preparing for the big day. Melinda, as, as I'm sure you're aware, that there is a, a big day coming up on, on Friday in the UK and the EU, and obviously for, for companies like Five9 as well, which, which is not only my birthday, which I've repeated a lot on this <laughs> podcast, but it's overshadowing my birthday is the, is the GDPR deadline, which comes in on the 25th of May. Well, happy birthday, and uh, what a wonderful day to uh, have a birthday. <laughs> exactly. What what a brilliant present I, I thought that was for, from, from the EU legislature to put that forward. So, uh, Melinda, I, w- I wanted to have a chat with you. Obviously, GDPR is, is a lot of work, so I wanted to try and get an understanding of how you guys at Five9 ha- have been preparing for it and also how you've been helping your customers as well to prepare for it. So 5.9 has been working on GDPR for over a year. One of the things that 5.9 did was we actually brought in some expertise to help us prioritize and size the projects that would be most critical for our company and our customers in preparation for GDPR. And in bringing in these experts, they did a full assessment focusing on the products we offer our customers of the areas where we could improve and provide additional value to our customers. And we put together six projects that we have been frantically working to complete, including a data visibility project to ensure that we understood which customers collect EU data by going out to our customers and asking them to provide us that information. An individual data rights project where we're going to help our customers. And in fact, on our our product page, we now have a GDPR handbook to help our customers support individual data rights requests from their customers and their contacts. We put together a records management project to ensure that the way we manage data is GDPR compliant and meets the intent of the regulation, that we're only collecting data that we need to collect and that we're managing the data in a manner transparent to our customers and in a manner that where our customers can manage their contact information. Those th- those six projects that you're talking about, especially the one I was thinking about was the, the, the data sort of visualization project, because a lot of customers uh, and, and businesses out there aren't even generally aware of what data they might be holding and where they're holding it. So that's a, that's a critical factor, isn't it, for GDPR? First of all, understanding your data mine. Yeah, and we, what we've done is we've got reached out to our customers on three separate occasions, asking them to consider what data they collect. 
and asking them to provide us with information about the data they collect. We made a decision that, you know, as the data processor, we have asked our controllers, our customers, to provide us with that information and ensure that they understand what information they're collecting so that they can provide us as the processor the requirements and the instructions for processing that data as is required by the GDPR. We also are enhancing our breach management procedures to ensure that we can report in a timely manner to our controllers who have a responsibility to report to the regulators in a timely manner. We've enhanced our contracts management to ensure that as we um, are notified by the controllers of the import of EU data, that we have model clauses in place. And then finally, we've enhanced our information security policies and procedures to ensure that we're really offering what we determine our state-of-the-art security controls for our customers. So those are kind of the six projects that we've put forward to ensure we're ready for the GDPR. And effectively, those six projects, you know, they, they cover almost every aspect of business. So it's effectively, it's a holistic re approach required to try and comply as fully as possible. It, it definitely is. It has touched every part of our business, the product, procedures, practices, uh, information security, operations, product development. So it, it definitely has touched every part of our business, but I think it's making us better and stronger. So we're looking at it as a positive opportunity to continue to improve what we offer our customers. And from a 5.9 perspective, you, as you said, you've been working on this for over a year. It sounds like you've very diligently gone through various different steps to ensure that you're as compliant as possible. And I think part of the legislation is you just have to be able to, to prove you fully intend to comply and you're, and you're trying as hard as possible, which you guys have obviously done. From your experience, and not just speaking to 5.9 customers, but also you'll get a feel of, of, of businesses in general. Do, do you think the GDPR deadline is something everyone is ready for or, or a, a business is potentially slightly unprepared? I think that because data is um, not something that's easy to map and mine, uh, the GDPR deadline will be just the beginning of continuous improvement in managing data and managing privacy. I think we have a lot to learn about how end users and contacts are going to be requesting things like right to be forgotten and right to transparency around the collection of their data, etc. I think um, at least 5.9 is as prepared as we can be, but we're taking this as the deadline is just the beginning point. We will continue to improve and enhance our processes, procedures, and our support of our customers' requirements as the data controllers um, from May 25th on. Yeah, that's a really interesting point, isn't it? That effectively May 25th isn't, isn't a cutoff where, you know, everyone has to be ready. And, and once you're at that standard, you know, you, you never develop again, especially from a perspective like yourselves at 5.9, where you're in a, a rapidly developing technology market and, and you're an innovative company developing quickly. This is an 
ongoing process, isn't it, in terms of general compliance with regulations as as technology develops? This is something that, that everyone and every business should be looking at on a regular basis. Yes, I think it's actually a ongoing requirement. Compliance, as you know, is something that is a living breathing, um, ongoing effort. And the same will be true for GDPR compliance. Um, For example, our ROPA, we've generated a report on processing activity that will be a living document and will continue to collect information from our customers to ensure that we have an understanding of the EU personal information that is being processed in our platform And that'll be a living document. That's not something we generate on the 25th and are done with. That's something we maintain moving forward. And I also wanted to get your opinion, which isn't entirely related to GDPR. Obviously, GDPR is a a European Union regulation, but it relates to anyone dealing with citizens or personal data residing from a citizen in the EU. What, what's the legislation like across the pond? Because obviously companies like Five9 yourself, all the big technology companies te- tend to be North American based. And I just wanted to know, is this regulation similar to, to the base regulation in the States? Is it more stringent? Is it something that, that you've been, you can compare to, to what you have over there? It's uh, interesting you ask that question. The FCC uh, is our regulator here in the U.S. for the collection of what we call CPNI, which is the call data that's collected. And 5.9 is a regulated entity in the U.S. for that call uh, information. And that is highly regulated. We have procedures that have been in place since we began that properly manage call CPNI, which is the call data is highly regulated here in the U.S., so it's not focusing on the end individual, but it is focusing on their call patterns, and that is something that the U.S. protects as privacy information quite diligently. So though it's not the same, we do have regulation in the U.S. that leads us to have process and procedure similar to the GDPR process and procedure. Yeah, I just wanted that as a comparative purpose for sort of the EU versus versus regulation around the world. And just from your perspective and and dealing with with your customers at Five9, and I suppose this question potentially answers itself a bit. Have you noticed that customers in particular verticals have had to do more work than other customers in order to comply? And, And what I mean by that potentially answers itself is those who hold more data and absorb more data potentially have to look at this in a bit more detail than than others where they maybe don't hold quite as much personal information? Well, so I would say there's a couple industries that have been working on data privacy uh, for years. There's the healthcare industry that in the U.S. we have HIPAA regulations, which requires personal healthcare information to be protected at a certain standard. And they've been working on many, many of the similar controls to protect that information as what is required by the GDPR. 
We also have the PCI industry. So if there are financial institutions that could be talking about or discussing credit card information on phone calls, they have been spending, we've been spending quite a few uh, cycles year over year, ensuring that our technology supports securing that data properly. So I would say that though the GDPR is very focused on personal information of the individual, we have similar regulations that have been protecting personal information, healthcare information, financial information for years. And we've been able to leverage these controls to ensure we have state-of-the-art security. In fact, PCI and HIPAA are both good guidelines that we've been using to determine what our state-of-the-art security offering should be for the GDPR. Uh, and, and Melinda, just, just, just lastly, if I may, you're an, you're an expert in compliance. You, you've got a long industry history working in compliance and working in data regulation, and now you're at 5.9 and it, it sounds like you guys at Five Nine have done a lot of work to ensure that, firstly, you're ready and as compliant, and and that process will be evolving, and the same for your customers. I re I realise the deadline is only is only one or two days away, but by the time this goes out, if someone's listening to this and they think I haven't done anything in preparation for GDPR, what what would be the sort of the first thing that you that you might think was worth doing? I, I think that a privacy impact assessment and understanding the information you collect as a controller um, is very important. As I stated, 5.9 processes information for our customers. The customers are actually the data controllers and have the responsibility for supporting the GDPR controller requirements, including things like individual data rights management and breach notification, et cetera. So understanding what data you're collecting is probably the first and most important step in then taking the next step to ensuring you can support the GDPR regulation. Absolutely. And when the when the deadline comes on Friday, will you be doing anything to celebrate as as we've done in the royal wedding on the uh, over the weekend? Will there be will you have a particular party now that the deadline has passed? Actually, I think the party just starts on the twenty fifth. So um, we actually are going to celebrate the completion of the majority of our projects. We've actually just completed posting our GDPR handbook to the um, product portal, and yes, we will be celebrating our accomplishments, but then taking the next step and continuing to improve the regulatory um, controls that we have built, because we think we have a lot to learn about how the GDPR will evolve. Yeah, absolutely, because I suppose the reg as we were talking about technology, the regulation will, will develop as as technology and, and data privacy does going forward. Well, M Melinda, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and, and talking to me about GDPR so close to the deadline. Well, I appreciate you inviting me and happy birthday. And we look forward to May 25th. Thank you. Happy GDPR day to you too. <laughs> thank you very much. 
Huge thanks to Melinda for coming onto the podcast and explaining about 5.9 and how they have ensured they're lined up for the ever-looming GDPR deadline. If you haven't looked into GDPR compliance yet, it's not too late, although it probably is, but still head over to the UC Today website at uctoday.com and search for GDPR where we have loads of content about how businesses can try and comply with the new regulations. Anyway, there is loads more content coming this week, so stay tuned on Outloud. In the meantime, though, thanks for listening.